0: What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Essence of Black podcast, season two, brought to you by Be Uprooted. I am your wonderful host, Marquita, and I just wanna start off by saying thank you. Thank you to everyone that contributed to season one, everyone that called, everyone that poured in, everyone that gave me advice, they gave me topic discussions. I just wanna take the time to say thank you because that really means a lot to me. That really meant a lot for other people to see something coming out of this podcast. And for those individuals to pour into me and encourage me to do this, that is something that I am very humbled about. And I could not start season two off without saying thank you to those individuals. So season one was more so of a foundation. It was a way for me to tell you a little bit about me, my business, what I do, and the purpose of the podcast. And it was a way for me to introduce myself to you. And for that reason, I feel that I was able to build a connection. I was able to establish um, a means for you to understand my thought process and where I'm coming from. And as far as what I see coming out of this podcast now and in the future. So to kick off season two, I posted that I wanted to focus on the ladies, of course, you know, we are going to have some podcasts where we have men on here, but I wanted to start it off um, specifically for the ladies. And a topic that I felt was really important to talk about was the disassociation of the black woman. And the reason why I decided to do that was because it was based on an experience that I had a few years ago. And when I was doing research on disassociation, dissociation kept popping up. And what I was reading, they said that disassociation and dissociation can be used interchangeably because they are both dealing with detaching yourself from someone or something. But when it comes to dissociation, that can be used in a medical term and that can fall in line with um dissociative disorder, mental health, um, bipolarism, and things like that. So before I get into this particular podcast, I will put the disclaimer out that I am in no way a medical doctor, not claiming to be a medical doctor, I'm not diagnosing, I'm not doing any of those things, and I will not speak on that from a medical perspective because I do not have experience in that. I am not doing any of that, so everything that we will talk about and we will discuss is coming from my personal experience. It's coming from life experience. It's coming from conversations. It's coming from just things that happen every day. So, I wanted to let you guys know first and foremost before we get into this that I am not claiming to be any type of psychologist, doctor of science, or anything like that. What I am is a woman of experience, a woman that has lived her life, and a person that's very observant of the things that are going on around her. So we're going to jump right into it. So when I think about disassociation of the black woman, I speak in terms of the image that society has placed on black women in general, what their definition of beauty is, what their definition of acceptance is when it comes to the black woman. And it was a particular incident that happened a few years ago, about eight years ago. And it happened when I went natural. I cut all of my hair off and for my natural sisters you know my fellas with natural ladies you know when we go through that big chop that is something very monumental to us because that is a form of us detaching ourselves from that perception that has been placed on us as what beauty is supposed to define what beauty is supposed to look like so for us to go through that big chop and liberate ourselves from that, that's a big thing. <laughs> that is a, a very huge thing for us to do. So when I decided to do that about eight years ago to do the big chop and, you know, disconnect from that, that image and the perception, that was a very big thing for me and you know you see people watching youtube videos of women crying they're like oh you know why is she crying she just cut off her hair it's only hair but you don't understand the significance behind that and what that represents and what that means to us so when we go through that process you know it's liberating for us because we are reconnecting with what never left us it's just been embedded in us for so long so we're starting to awaken to that and so like I said it's very monumental for us and it's a way for us to reconnect to our roots to our culture so it's very important to us so I remember when I did the big chop cut my hair off and it's funny because looking back on it at 35 years old, the first response that I got when I posted a picture of it was from my family. And, you know, they sent me messages asking me, was I going through a midlife crisis? And I'm like, how are you even relating me chopping my hair off is me having some type of midlife crisis? And that just goes to show how, you know, unaware we are. You know that just goes to show how this perception has been so embedded in us that when we do something like that, it's viewed that it's viewed as is crazy. You know, it's viewed as as out of the norm. So I found it very interesting to get that response. You know, after I really chopped my hair off and everything, and decided to do that. But you know, I was three months in. And Of course my hair was flourishing, you know, it was growing and I was rocking my two strand twist You know and before that my hair dropped to like the middle of my back, you know before I chopped it all off You know um, when I was getting relaxed my hair was very long So when I did the big chop, I had the TWA It wasn't really really short But it was long enough to where I could do two strand twist And so, you know when you take the two strand twist out your hair comes out curly and I remember that I was getting an award And I took my two strand twist out and my hair was curly and I used the headband to push it back. So, you know, my hair was popping, you know, my hair looked very nice. And I remember I was at practice and a lady walked up to me and the first thing that she said was, you know, I love your hair It's beautiful. You know, I love what you got going on there, but what exactly is that in your hair? And when she said that, I'm looking at her like, what the hell did she just say? And the reason why it it shocked me was because it was a sister. It was a black woman that actually came up to me and said that. And I couldn't believe that she was the one that was actually asking me that question. And, you know, maybe it was my ignorance during that time or, you know, my expectation for her to know and understand because... You know, she's a black woman. You know, of course she's going to understand what this is. Of course she's going to get it. But that incident made me realize not everybody gets it. Not everybody understands. And so I explained to her, like, you know, ma'am, you know, this is my hair in its natural state. You know, I had a, a 2 strand twist. I took it out, so my hair is naturally curly. So she proceeded to ask me, could I push my hair down and make it flatter? And so by that time, I had clocked out. I was like, if this lady does not get the hell out of my face, because I couldn't believe that it was another black lady really asking me that and having that conversation with me. And just thinking back on that particular incident, that was my first run in with disassociation. And the reason why I define it like that was because... We are so used to a standard. We are so used to this perception of what black beauty is. You are professional. You are beautiful if your hair is straight, not in its natural state. And so for her to ask me those questions as a black woman, like at some point when you were growing up, your hair didn't look straight. Your hair wasn't on point like it is as you're talking to me with this freshly pressed bob and it's clear that you have a relaxer and it's no knock to my ladies were relaxers so let me just go ahead and say that because I don't want anyone listening to this podcast to say that I'm bashing women who get relaxers I am in no way shape or form saying that because I was that that woman that did it and you know but for her to have that conversation with me and you know me just expect her to know that just let me know that it was so many women that really didn't understand the importance of that and so that was a struggle that I went to. It was it was more so of me trying to navigate and find my way through that and stay strong and firm in my beliefs. It was a way for me to try to navigate, you know, standing by what I believed in and what I valued, which was how I naturally looked. And you know, people were so used to seeing me with the relaxed hair. They were so used to seeing me in a certain light that when it didn't fit into that mold anymore it was viewed as as a fad. And so I started to understand that more. So me being in my natural state, me embracing, you know, who I am, you know, culturally, me actually tapping into that is viewed as a fad. And so that was something that really didn't sit well with me. And I continued to go through that, you know, progressing in my career. And it got to a point where I had to print out different hairstyles y'all different hairstyles and explain to people what each of them meant and for it to get to that point where i had to do that it just showed me how detached we are as a society and how we have grown so accustomed to a certain type of beauty and a certain standard that we view as the same across the board and that is not the case i've had people come up to me that didn't understand and gave me moose try to tell me to put moose on my hair to slick my hair back and i'm looking at these people like y'all got to be kidding me and you know just thinking back on that particular situation it really made me look at how bad disassociation is amongst black women because we are expected to fit into this mode and i feel that Once that pressure is placed on us, it's kind of like they're forcing our hand to conform. And I hate that word conformity because when I think about the word conform, I view it as you changing who you are in order to please someone else. And I'm not here to please you. You know, I'm not here to please you. I'm not here to fit into your mold and your standard and your definition of what black beauty is. I'm embracing what I know that is. And so when I was thinking about disassociation of the black women... I feel like that's very important because we continue to go through that daily. You see it in music videos. You see it on TV. You see it in so many different forms. But I feel like we're so desensitized to it, some of us, not all, that we view it as normal. And we continue to fall into that, into that basket and that mold. And, you know, I feel like that's a a big hindrance on us. You know, I feel like it's, it's a pressure and it's a hindrance for our personal growth, for our spiritual growth. And it really hinders us from, you know, progressing and walking into our purpose in life because we are so attached to different to different titles, to different images. And so we feel that we have to cling to that and anything that falls outside of those things that people deem as the appropriate attachments we're viewed as as the outsiders review that as the the people that are rebellious you know people you know that don't want to progress and we feel that in order for us to succeed in our career in order for us to get to the next level in order for people to love and accept us and to talk to us and give us a seat at the table that we have to disassociate from who we really are disassociate from our culture disassociate from our heritage in order to fit into what others expect us to be and that's not cool and I see it more so as I've gotten older, and I feel that some women are starting to wake up to that. Some some of our black women are starting to see that that is a problem and that is an issue, and we're starting to reconnect with who we really are. We're starting to reconnect to our culture, and we're starting to detach ourselves from that perception that has been placed on us. And so when you think about the disassociation of the black woman when it comes to that, there are so many factors playing against us that are trying to force us to to disassociate ourselves from, from who we are. And I feel that even though that's going on in society, we equally do that to each other. Women, I'm not gonna be the first to say it nor the last to say it, but we do that so much to ourselves. And it's a problem within our own community. And, you know, it can stem from, you know, Things that we've learned, things that we've been exposed to growing up. Because I've met a couple women, you know, who grew up in households where their mother didn't, you know, accept them because they're, they're dark-skinned. You know, didn't accept them because their sibling was lighter. So it's still it's creating that division and you start to disassociate from who you are. And so when you have those different things that are in place, those different instances, those different um, scenarios that are in place, those different seeds that are dropped, you know, telling us, Hey, you know, this is what beauty looks like. This is what you should do. This is how things are supposed to be. You start to disassociate from who you really are because you're trying to fit into this mode, into this standard. And that's why I feel that when it comes to the disassociation of the black woman, that is a big issue. Now, earlier I talked about dissociative. So, when you talk about disassociation, you know, detaching the, the yourself from something or someone, it can lead into that. And that's where you start having, you know, those identity issues. You know, that's where the medical aspect starts to come into play, which is something I'm not going to touch on, but that's a gateway to that. And so I do plan on having someone come back out here to talk about that. But I wanted to specifically talk about The importance of understanding the disassociation of the black women and how we tend to overlook those little things that are going on around us that are playing a key role in how we view ourselves as women, especially within our own culture. And until we understand how much power we have as women to change the dynamic of so many things that are going on around us, we're never going to get it. Things are going to continue to be the same. And in a previous podcast that I did in season one, I was talking about how everything starts with the woman and I still stand in that. I still believe that and I feel that life lessons, you know, when it comes to nurturing, when it comes to love, when it comes to healing, when it comes to self-care, that starts with the woman because the child, that's who their first connection is to, is to the woman, and so once we actually start to understand who we are as women, our power, our purpose, and what we are here and intended to do, once we start to understand and grasp that and actually step into our power and our purpose and know that we have so much that we can give and contribute to the society and to this world. And once we start planning that into our kids, into our spouses, you know, and to our significant others, we can't be stopped. And I'll be the first to tell you, black women we are dope. We are dope as shit. And sometimes we forget that. We need that little reminder like, yo girl, what are you what you doing? What what's going on with you? You know, you need to get it together because you are the shit. And sometimes we forget to pour into ourselves and we need that. We need to pour into ourselves. And we equally need to pour into one another. Instead of tearing each other down, we're so quick to knock off the crown of another black woman rather than adjusting it and tell us to hold our head up and like, girl, you got this. You know, keep doing what you need to do. Keep pressing. You know, you're dope. You're a dope mom. You're a dope wife. You're a dope girlfriend. You know, you're a dope entrepreneur. You got this. And so once we actually tap into that and understand the importance of what it means to be a black woman in this society and understand that we have so much within us that we haven't even begun to scratch the surface, you can't tell us nothing. You really can't. And a lot of people view that as a threat. For a black woman to walk into a room and the whole vibe and atmosphere change and everybody's just drawn to her aura, that's some powerful shit. I mean it really is That's a very powerful thing And people that aren't aware of that And people that don't understand that That's a threat to them And I feel that we are threats Black women We are dope, we are powerful We are beautiful in our own right We do everything with a passion You know we have potential We have all this stuff going on for us And the fact that people know that They they try to suppress it They try to create these little instances that makes us doubt ourselves. But I will be the first to tell you, don't let anybody doubt you. And I will be honest with you, I used to feel like that. You know, I used to doubt myself. And it it took me actually meeting a group of dope females that actually poured into me and then got me to understand how important I was, how valuable I was. But it took me surrounding myself with those individuals that saw something in me and actually encouraged me and let me see that in myself. And once I started to understand that, it was easy for me to take it and pay it forward. So that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this particular podcast and just get you ladies and fellas to start thinking about the importance of disassociation and why that is an issue that needs to be addressed. Because it's not going to go away, it's going to continue to grow, and until we get to a point to where we are mentally strong enough and to where we are acknowledging our self-worth of who we are, our sisters and and our role in the society and the culture in the home, you know, until we actually tap into that, nothing's going to change. So I wanted to leave that with you guys and just start the conversation and just get you to understand that we are the shit, (laughs) you know, we got this on lock, but it's up to us to actually embrace that. It's up to us to actually acknowledge that it's up to us to find a way that we can tap into our unknown potential and rock that shit out because nobody's going to do it for us. It all starts with us. It all starts internally. And we need to to focus on ways that we can continue to build ourselves, pour into ourselves, grow and learn more about who we are and detach ourselves from what other people think. You know, detach yourself from this image and this perception of what people think you should be and start walking into who you know you are to be. And just start pouring into yourself, into each other, ladies. It's so important and it's so vital that we understand that, that we understand our worth, that we understand our importance, and we understand our role as women in the society and in this world and our role to each other. So I will always leave you guys with love, peace, and light. And I always encourage you to know and understand that we are continuously embedded in the unknown, uprooted through consciousness. So we need to continue to uproot ourselves from that conditioned way of thinking and break the mold and never be a victim of disassociation. You know, find ways to embrace who you are, to accept it, do affirmations, you know, speak life into yourself, speak life over your situation, and it's not going to be easy. It's definitely not going to be easy with everything that is going on in the society, in this world, and so many things up against us. They try to make it hard. They try to break us, but we will overcome, and we do overcome, and we do prevail, and we do come out on top, and the fact that we have that hustling spirit inside of us, that's also a threat. So ladies, I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to stay empowered. And I want you to actually take the time today to love on yourself, to pour into yourself and to appreciate and celebrate yourself because you know what? We deserve that shit. We deserve it at the end of the day. And fellas, if you're listening, you need to celebrate your lady. and <laughs> You need to pour into her and you need to let her know every single day how dope she is. What she's doing is a reason for it. She's here for a purpose and she's in your life for a purpose and a reason. She is here to help you grow and to become the best version of yourself. And if you ain't rocking with that, y'all can help each other become the best versions of yourself. This is a team effort. And we should uplift our women and also our men but you know i'm focused on the women for right now but we just need to find ways to continue to do that and love each other and pour in each other and just understand the importance of who we are and why we are here and continue to walk in our purpose and find out what it is and just plant those mind seeds all around the world and just water them and watch them grow so until the next time, I will come back to you guys next Wednesday where we will be interviewing Miss International Sierra Leone, 2016-2017. And that's going to be a dope interview. She's actually out here in Germany and I spoke to her and she is too excited about sending in on this podcast next week. So we're going to talk about her culture and how she's actually finding her way to stay true in who she is and embrace her African culture. And how that's been somewhat of a struggle for her. So that's going to be a very dope and interesting interview. So of course, like I said, i leave you with peace, light, and love. And I will talk to you guys soon.